0: Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking Daily Classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and stronger movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is dedicated to movement, which is my new Monday class or Monday podcast, Monday Movement. And that can be movement of the body or movement in life. It has a large category, but today we're going to focus on the movement of getting better posture and, and focusing on one muscle that I am really digging a lot in the last few years that I talk about. And that is the longest coli muscle. It is a key deep cervical flexor. So before you tune out and think I'm just going to geek out on all these anatomy terms, I'm really going to talk about these in a way that will help you find better posture find a better position for the skull on your neck and affect the way you feel not only in the region of your skull but into the neck itself into the shoulders it will affect your breathing perhaps it'll affect your position of your pelvis and all over this affects your posture and position of the neck is crucial for feeling good for getting a great amount of oxygen into the brain and and if you have ever suffered from headaches you really need to pay attention because many headaches can be caused by poor positioning of the neck and then this imbalance of all the musculature around that and how that um, affects blood flow and and creates tension otherwise known as tension headaches so let me talk about the deep cervical flexors. Uh, the longus coli being this group of deep, deep cervical flexors. The longus coli, longus capitis, um, the rectus, rectus capitis, and the longus cervicus are the main deep neck flexors. But the one I'm going to talk mostly about is the longus coli. So the, ne- the neck flexors are going to be on the front of your neck. So where your throat is you're facing forward, they're on the anterior side, but they're so deep that deep they actually go into in toward the back of it. So imagine the longus coli is spanning from the top uh, vertebra of the neck, which is your atlas, and it goes down to the third thoracic vertebra. So it travels down through all seven of the cervical vertebra into the third vertebra. So it's long since it's called longus coli. And it's, which is also the third thoracic vertebra is at the same level as at the spine of the scapula. So that gives you an idea of if this muscle is shortened or not functioning well, it can affect the position of the scapula because of its close arrangement there. So its role is, is to help the neck stay positioned And not be jutting forward. So imagine if you're sitting in front of a computer, what tends to happen is your head moves forward. So it's coming off center of that atlas, that first cervical vertebra. And you're moving at the kind of AO joint, which is the atlas occipital joint. So that moves you forward, and you have to lift your chin maybe a little bit or just try and maintain that off centered position. And that forward head position is often tr- the, the attempt for holding that head in alignment often recruits superficial neck muscles, which are really not as good for giving you support, and the deep neck flexors, like the longus coli, are really easily deactivated when you're when your neck is in that position, and so when those are deactivated, when they're not when they're not working well you continue to create a a real postural problem and with that possible pain and all kinds of other symptoms. In addition to that, there's the position of the neck affects your breathing and affects your abdominal activity. So what I will often say to people like in yoga, for example, we don't—I don't cue looking up a lot, where you're really extending the neck and pushing the chin up. And one reason is that people are doing that with their neck not in the best position to start off with, so they're not really extending it, almost that nodding like way. They're not extending it well. They're extending—they're not extending the cervical vertebra, but they're really um, doing that nodding action on that top joint, and that's not. That's going into kind of hyperextension and kind of squishing the cervical vertebrae together. But it also, un, I don't want to say it takes down the activity or deactivates the muscle of the core, anterior core trunk, but it kind of does. And you can get a sense of that if you were sitting and if you put your, if you're sitting upright, try this. You're sitting upright on your sit bones. And feel where you're, get a sense of where your neck is. And if you've listened to me before, get a sense of the triple S in place. Where the back of your skull, the back of your scapula, and the back of the sacrum are in alignment. And then bring your hands above the pubic bone. So you know where the pubic bone is, just come above that. And keep your fingers there. Kind of press through the body. Like you're pressing your fingers through to the back. Just to get some feeling of flesh under there. And then lightly draw your pubic bone upward and your chin downward. So it's going down, but not stuffing it into a double chin and just see if you get a sense of some core activity there. I'm hoping you do because there is this engagement that occurs when your longest coli helps out. And because of its connections in this deep frontal line of the body. So let me I'm going to give you some exercises that you can really apply very simply in your daily life if you're experiencing, and I can't imagine you're not because everywhere I travel, I was going to say experiencing forward head and all this stuff like the text neck and all that because everywhere I travel this is I'm looking at people's posture and I' I'm, I'm dying inside because the neck, pain and is, is is just becoming an epidemic, the way people are, uh, their head is forward. So these, you have to look at the longus coli as the neck abdominals. They're part of the deep neck flexor group that really helps to maintain your neck in a neutral position. So imagine, before I give you some exercise, but imagine taking your head in whatever position you have it right now and coming into a plank position. Well, what I see a lot of the time is people come in plank and they don't have that longest coli activation to keep their neck in neutral so they either really drop their head down and that just deactivates the front line of the body or they jut the chin forward trying to use some of these other muscles to be to help you stay in plank and that's just not a good look. So you want to find the triple S in plank by lifting the front of your neck up in plank to keep the skull and the scapula and the sacrum in line. So the neutral neck position indicates that you're using those deep neck flexors, or you're hopefully using those. And the neutral um, position of the pelvis and low back is indicating that you're activating the core muscles of the abdominals. So the core of the neck and the core of the abdominals are both working in something like plank where you have gravity working against you. But let's first bring awareness to this area. So lie on your back and you can bend your knees and have your feet flat on the floor. And then as best as you can, try and find what feels like a neutral position where the back of your skull, the back of your occiput is on the floor. And then gently slide your head so that as if you could make your neck longer and the back of the skull, like you're sliding that away from your feet. And just slide it to the point where it feels like muscles are not allowing you to slide anymore. And you're not aggressively uh, making a double chin happen. You're just lengthening your neck. And once you've found that length, unclench your jaw fully so you can bring your fingers. To the base of your chin in this there's soft tissue there's a softness there so you find the jaw and then you go back into the space of the soft palate and you're in the bottom of the chin that's the hyoid area and you want to soften that you want to soften that because the hyoid um there's muscles that attaches from the hyoid bone to the the sternum and we want to not have those be clenching because that will affect the position of your neck Clenching your jaw also will affect that whole connection of these deep front muscles. So the, the neck flexors, as well as all the way down into the pelvic floor. So think about if you're clenching your jaw, that would actually impact all the way down into the pelvic floor. So get in the habit of learning how to dial down the, those superficial muscles, like those muscles at the, uh, underneath the jaw. And then the sides of the muscles, um, called your or the sides of the neck, are the SCM, the sternocleidomastoid. So that stands for from muscles that attach from the sternum to the clavicle and the mastoid, which is on the if you follow the jaw up by the ear, there's a bone there called the mastoid. A way of finding the sternocleidomastoid is you're lying down in this position, you've slid your head up, you're softening the soft palate, you're not clenching your jaw. And then find your sternum and then go over to the place where the sternum and the clavicle meet. And you'll feel this little bump there, that little notch where the joint of the sternoclavicular joint is. And then go from that little bump up about a centimeter or like just, you know, a finger, the tip up and then a fingertip out. And then that you're probably sitting on the bottom of the sternocleidomastoid. mastoid. And you can just, lift your head up from the position you're in and you'll feel that um, muscle probably push into your fingers. So what we want to do is calm that muscle down so we can get into the neck. So in the position of lying down on your back with the skull on the floor and the jaw is unclenched and your fingers are right at the sternocleidomastoid so you're going to get feedback that you don't want to be working from there. Try and Nod your head so that your chin drops down toward your chest. And when you start to feel the chin, that muscle really pop up toward you in your fingers, uh, back off a little bit. So you're training the sternocleidomastoid not to fire first, but to really get the, the uh, longest coli firing. So you're doing this lying down on your back and you might need to film yourself if you're not sure, but it's it's really about feeling it and getting the neural feedback. And then what you can do is nod your head again, like you're nodding up and down, nod it so the chin is dropping down toward the sternum, trying to find, the, find that um, range of motion where you're not getting the sternocleidomastoid firing yet. And then you can try and lift the skull off of the floor a little bit. And you might feel here the sternocleidomastoid will kick in, but you're trying to get deeper into that. So imagine beneath that, so straight through to the cervical vertebra and back, that's where your um, those attachments are. You're getting the cervical flexors. Okay, if that was like a ton of information, let's just review this, Okay. The cervical neck, the, the longest coli is one of the deep neck flexors. So it's responsible for flexing the neck, which is the movement of bringing your chin towards your chest. It also has some, some degree of rotation involved as well. Uh, you can't see or feel the neck flexors, these deep neck flexors, but you're going to need them to work uh, in lieu of the sternocleidomastoid trying to work. They will help, the longus coli muscle will help you find a more neutral neck position. And so it's very important if you have poor neck posture, which is many people, if you have shoulder or upper back pain, or if you have headaches, you need to work on this longus coli. Imagine it being like you're doing core work for the neck. Um, When you're in an ideal posture, quote unquote, think of like your ears should be almost in line with the the front of the shoulders. So very many people have their ears way in front of their shoulders. And that you know then that the longest coli muscles are deactivated most likely because you're extending the neck and you're stretching those guys out and they're not working. So start on your back, which is called supine. And work again. Unclench the jaw, find the SCM, start to learn to lift, to get the head nod first, lift the head up a little bit without letting the SCM be the first thing to activate. Stop moving when the SCM, like if your SCM comes on right away, you need to work. This will help your nervous system as well. So work slowly. A smaller movement is gonna be better. You're gonna to have to work until you and give feedback with your hands to train that as the sternocleidomastoid not to kick in right away these are these can be exercises you could get from a physical therapist you know drawing the chin in but they're they're not going to be as effective if people aren't watching what you're doing or you're not watching what you're doing and getting the neuromuscular feedback because you need to reprogram the way you position your neck That's about all I'm going to say, except this postural stuff is so important. If you have your forward head, you are turning down your intrinsic core activation, the synergy of all of it, your chin and your head are forward. You're going to round your shoulders. You're not going to be able to breathe as well. You're not going to be able to connect to your pelvic floor, to your deep core muscles. Your um, pelvic, pelvic tilt is probably going to happen one way or another. So know that by helping yourself, by understanding what the longest coli muscles are for and and how to use them and strengthen them to help position your neck, learn that that is going to help your posture, your neck position, your core activation, and then taking that into all the movement patterns like plank and, and other things that are more challenging. So I hope this helped you. Let's keep moving and grooving together and working the core muscles of the neck and the trunk. Hugs from me to you. I'm pulling for you always.